Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This is a story sent to me by almost everybody. Everybody. If you didn't send it, shame on you. Uh, a lot of versions of this out there. This one from the Auto Wire by Stephen Symes. Stolen motorcycle provides an important lesson on the Fourth Amendment. This is a real simple story. Guy says his motorcycle got stolen. He says he knows where it is. He tells the police that. They go and look and they go, we can't see it. We don't know it's in there. Nothing we can do to help you. And so the question is, at what point would the police step up their actions beyond we can't help you? So having your motorcycle stolen is frustrating. Uh, So we feel for the man in Chicago whose Honda motorcycle was stolen in the middle of July. Now, he has an Apple AirTag on the bike, so he thinks he knows exactly where it is. But police say they can't get it back. Since this was profiled by NBC Chicago, the man's story has been getting increasing attention among automotive enthusiasts, news sites, forums, as people can't believe police won't help with its recovery. Trust me, this thing's lighting up Reddit like a Christmas tree. The story provides a great lesson in how the Fourth Amendment keeps police from just raiding your property because someone else says you've got their stuff hidden there. Now, in this case, the man's air tag pegs the location of the motorcycle right where a box truck is parked in an alleyway by a house. So it might be in the truck and it might be in the house, but it could also be in the garage. The air tag apparently is not so specific as to say exactly within you know six inches where it is, but It's in this little zone right here. A police officer arrived, and the man says the cop stayed a few minutes, looked around, said, eh, not a whole lot I can do for you here. Sorry. Now, different police departments have varying policies about things like this, but none of them can just then and there crack open the box truck, even though your GPS tracker says your vehicle is inside. And that's the point here he's pointing out is they need probable cause because of the Fourth Amendment, as mentioned in the title. So if they could see the motorcycle, if it was behind a fence, but they could see it in there, yeah, that's, that's enough to go get a search warrant. Some officers might knock on the door of the house and speak with the residents and ask them. Now, this time, apparently, the officer did not do that. And so it seems to me that if I was a police officer, and again, that's, you know, fantasy land because I don't want to be a police officer anymore and I want to be a judge. But if I was a police officer and there's a guy saying, look, I can, if, if this guy seems trustworthy and he actually owns a motorcycle, uh, I'd go up and knock on the door and say, hey, just to let you know, man, there's motorcycle is stolen. We've got reason to believe it's here. Is it here? And see what happens. Some people might fold and go, it's in that truck. Don't know how it got there, but it's in that truck. Something like that. Some police departments will pursue the warrant based on the air tag, though. Although a judge might not grant it. We'll get to that. But apparently in Chicago, the police don't bother. Maybe it has something to do with the rampant violent crime in the city or the fact that police resources are incredibly strained or who knows. But they presumably have more important things to get to. At least that's what it seemed like here. So uh, the man who writes the article here says, we feel bad for the man. There's been no update to the story that we can find, but we hope he was able to get his bike back or that he can get it back. Despite what some automotive journalists think, Changing the U.S. Constitution is not necessary unless they want the cops searching their house and vehicle without probable cause as their Fourth Amendment rights are rolled back. Something tells us pretty much nobody is going to like that outcome. So this is a great example of one where you look at it and go, well, I completely understand what's going on here. 
It's just unfortunate. However, keep in mind the Fourth Amendment, in part, says the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. No warrants shall issue but on probable cause supported by oath or affirmation. Wait a second. No warrants shall issue but on probable cause supported by oath or affirmation. So what the Fourth Amendment is saying is that they can't do an unreasonable search. They can't just show up and go, we're going to go door to door and just rip apart every single house till we find your motorcycle. Okay? But the question is, is there probable cause to get the warrant issued? Because you can issue a warrant on probable cause. And so, believe it or not, there's reams and reams and reams of case law, which I'm not going to recite here because ain't nobody got that kind of time, as to what is probable cause. Probable cause has to be more than mere suspicion uh, or a hunch. But what you do is you go before a judge and there's an affidavit you fill out, which is the probable cause affidavit, and you lay out why you think that the motorcycle is where you're suspecting it is. You have probable cause. And you say, this man came to us and he seems credible. He's the licensed owner, registered owner of a motorcycle. He filed a stolen motorcycle report. And in the report, he told us that there's an air tag on the motorcycle that is active and it is pinging from this location. And everything about his story checks out. And so we want a search warrant that would simply allow us to look inside the box truck and look inside that garage. That's it. To see if there's a motorcycle. If there's a motorcycle, we want to take the motorcycle. If there's not a motorcycle, then we're done. And I'm not saying every judge on earth would sign that, but I think a lot of them would. I think a lot of them would. So the people who are critical of the police here, uh, I believe, have something valid to complain about. And now it's true in Chicago, they might be overstretched, overworked, and all of that. And so it might be that they literally say, you know, something, Steve, we could go respond to a shooting over here or spend some time doing this guy's affidavit. Which is more important in the grand scheme of things? I got that. I got that. However, however, it's not impossible to get the search warrant, is my point. My point is that a police officer hearing this story, looking at the report, talking to the guy, the guy seems credible. The guy can show you on the phone that there's an air tag right in this area here. There you go. Now, you might say, Steve, let's, as you always say we should do, try to examine this from every other angle. So let's suppose they open up the box truck and the bike is in there. And the guy who owns the box truck winds up in court having to defend himself and saying that that search was unlawful. Well, he's only going to be doing that if he gets arrested for possession of stolen property. And if, in fact, he does that and gets the, the warrant suppressed, then the case might get thrown out. But the man still gets to keep his bike. So if the charges against the guy who had possession of the stolen bike are thrown out, he doesn't get to keep the bike. The bike still goes back to its rightful owner. So the downside to getting the warrant is not that big. The worst that would happen is a judge will say, no, I'm not going to give you the warrant. Uh, If the judge gives you the warrant and you find the bike, you return it to the owner and consider pressing charges. 
You don't have to press charges. It might be enough just to get the guy's bike back. Because, for instance, if you found it in a box truck, and the box truck is a rental, you know, I, I, the, who knows? The box truck is owned by more than one person. Several people drive that box truck. Who knows? Who knows? So I'm just saying that the real concern here boils down to the time, whether or not the police officer wants to spend the time to go get the warrants and do it that way. So the Fourth Amendment is an important thing to understand here. Uh, it's just an extra hoop for someone to jump through. But I personally believe that there is probable cause there to issue a warrant, and all they had to do is go to a judge and ask for one. But obviously, like I said, in Chicago, they probably think they have more important things to do. And uh, for people in Chicago who probably think they do have more important things to do, (laughs) unless, of course, it's your motorcycle that was stolen. So thank you to everybody for sending that to me. If there's an update in the story, I will provide it. But as of right now, there's a guy whose bike was stolen, and he says he knows where it is, but he can't get it because someone else has got it. So Stolen Motorcycle provides an important lesson on the Fourth Amendment. Stephen Symes wrote that for the Auto Wire. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If everything seems under control, you're just not going fast enough.